With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One Republic love runs out. Z1055. Good morning to you. Jeremy Rush here on The Breakfast Club with Maddie B. Of course, Maddie B on vacation. Joined on the phone line by Senator Garrett Mason of uh, Androscoggin County. Good morning, Senator. All right, let's see. There we go. Ah. Now, I think we got you now. Can you say good morning again, Senator? Yeah, sure. Good morning. How are you? Ah, there we are. And, of course, uh, he was supposed to be in studio today, but it's not his fault. He's actually working very hard for us. And uh, you said you've had a nine-day stretch up at the uh, up at the uh, Senate? Yeah, we're, at, we're entering the closing phases of the first legislative session. And uh, statutory adjournment is coming up on June 17th. So we're pushing until the end. We got about... I think a little under 2,000 bills that we have to deal with, including the legislative budget. So uh, it's been quite a little stretch of hard work, but um, we're getting it done. Wow. I mean, you guys are, are really working out. I, I uh, uh, had Nate Libby in the uh, uh, station yesterday, and he says uh, it's crunch time, and you guys got uh, a little over a month to get uh, everything done. Yeah, we got um like I said, the 17th is our goal. Uh, we could usually stretch it out a little bit longer than that, a couple of days on either end. But, um, you know, it's it's pretty cool process. I and mean, we got uh, 35 senators, 151 representatives from all over the state, all different walks of life. And they bring different perspectives and different priorities uh, to the legislature and uh, what what's of interest to the folks back home in their districts and so when you have that, you have a lot of stuff to get through, and uh, we're we're marching towards the end. So that's there, there is light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. We, we can all hope. And uh, of course, uh, speaking of bills, uh, you recently submitted two interesting pieces of legislator uh, legislation related to Maine history. One for the bicentennial license plate, and the other regarding Maine statuses in uh, uh, in the U.S. Capitol. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, sure. Um, I think. Most people know the bicentennial of the state that's coming up in 2020, and uh, most states uh, most states will put out a bicentennial license plate to celebrate uh, the state and to use it as kind of like a tourism piece for people driving all over the country from Maine. And uh, I figured it would be a good way to uh, bring some attention to the state archives. The state archives, I'm a wicked history wonk, and... Um, uh, the State Archives is an amazing place, and if you haven't been there, most people have been to the museum and the State Library, but uh, there's another little wing there with the archives, and it houses some really cool stuff, like the, uh, the State Constitution originally written on um, a piece of leather. Uh, there's uh, you know letters from George Washington, and uh, there's, oh, there's all kinds of stuff there, and I, I thought that would be a good way to bring some attention to the archives and, um, you know, having a vanity plate for for the bicentennial. Uh, also, to kind of celebrate the bicentennial, we are, um, I put in a bill to swap out one of Maine's two statues in Statutory Hall in Washington, D.C. And uh, that 
is significant for a couple of reasons. Uh, we're kind of around the 150th anniversary mark of the Civil War, and without uh, former governor and general of the 20th state, Joshua Chamberlain, uh, the North wouldn't have really won the war. So uh, our idea was to bring a statue of Joshua Chamberlain and put it in uh, the Capitol in Washington, D.C., and bring home the statue of William King, who really is the George Washington of Maine. He was the one that advocated the separation from Massachusetts, and uh, we thought that would be a great honor to bring his statue home and put it in the Capitol Rotunda for the bicentennial. That is really cool. I mean, uh, you you think of Maine, you do think of uh, Joshua uh, Joshua Chamberlain because uh, he really is, as you said, the George Washington of Maine. Yeah, and you know we have some interesting uh, histories with Joshua Chamberlain. And, um, there's uh, there's uh, actually it's the Commissioner of Education, Tom Sharp, is a renowned history uh, professor, and he's uh, also also serving obviously the Department of Education. And, um, he is a Joshua Chamberlain history buff, and he actually coached Jeff Daniels uh, when uh, Jeff Daniels did his role as Joshua Chamberlain in the movie Getty Bird. So he's been a great help with the, some of the history of that, and it's just been uh, it's been a really cool learning process uh, with that bill in particular. Uh, in that in mind, have you ever been down to uh, Gettysburg to uh, see where uh, Chamberlain fought? I have. When I was 10 years old, my parents brought... Uh, me and my sister down there, and it was really incredible to, you know, go to Little Round Top and see the uh, the monument erected to the 20th Maine and um, to be able to see where those men fought mm-hmm. so bravely was just really, really amazing. Yeah. I have to agree because the reason I ask that is I've been there and it it, uh, it is awe inspiring when you're standing there and you're looking down this uh, this hill. Um, the the uh, Confederate came up to attack the Maine, and, and you know the uh, just the you know the the, the tenacity and the uh, you, you know courage it took to stand their ground and fight those guys. Yeah, I mean, you talked about a war where brothers were fighting against brothers, and um, you know the the charge from Joshua Chamberlain was protect the mouth at all costs, and they did that, and that was the moment that the war turned for. Uh, the Union Army, and it's why we have one country today instead of two. Alright. Uh, Garrett, we're going to take a break, but we're going to be back with uh, more about you rather than uh, Joshua and the main 20th. Uh, we'll be back. It is The Breakfast Club here on the Z. Z1055, good morning to you. Jeremy Rush here on The Breakfast Club with Maddie B, joined by Senator Garrett Mason. And uh, Senator, of course, we uh, uh, we showed our, our history geekness there for a couple of seconds. <laughs> It's good though. Yeah. yeah. It's prob- probably a little bit more of a geek out than needed on a morning show. It's all it's all good. Of course, um, uh, you're uh, up in the Senate, and uh, a big point of uh, the business is welfare reform. Uh, it's been a hot topic. The governor and the legislators are putting a lot of bills in to deal with. One is the work requirement for a receipt of uh, TANF benefits. Um, where does that stand? Yeah, you know, that stands solved at the House right now. Uh, you know, we live in unique times. Uh, we have a divided legislature. The Republicans control the Senate. The Democrats control the House. And, um, you know, we, we're a different party for reasons. We have different priorities. And um, this is a priority for Republicans. Uh, we feel that um, if you want to be 
on a welfare program, which, of, which sometimes is not by choice, it's by necessity, that you should be making every attempt to find a job. And that, uh, that is a requirement that Republicans believe is very reasonable and something that we would like to see go forward. And listen, I mean, you know, the governor and legislative Republicans ran on a message of reforming welfare. And that's what we are trying to deliver on. We're hoping that Democrats, uh, not only in the House, but in the Senate as well, will join with us on these bills. Uh, I believe that bill specifically was sponsored by uh, my fellow Senator Van Strog and Eric Creighton, who has sponsored a plethora of welfare reform bills. And um, we just we think that we think that uh, we should certainly have a safety net in Maine that catches our most vulnerable, but uh, we do not want a safety hammock that uh, that for people to lounge in in perpetuity. So uh, that's that's something that we're hoping to see go forward. Uh, uh, we'll we'll see what happens now. What about the creation of a tiered well-form system to do away with the so-called welfare cliff? It's another reform proposal. Uh, how are, you know? Where are you guys on that? Yeah, um, Governor LePage uh, has put in a bill which uh, would institute really a tiered welfare system. And what that means is there are many times that somebody who's on a system is trying to work their way out of a bad situation um, meets what's called the welfare cliff. And it's the point where they get, they're making too much money to receive event, to receive benefits, but they're making too little money to be able to live on their own. And we think that, Republicans think, as well as I believe many Democrats would agree, that that shouldn't be the case. If you're working to advance yourself and you're not quite there yet, you should be able to receive just a little bit less funding from the government than you did before. And that's what that bill would do. And... We think that uh, we think that has a really good chance of passage, and uh, I, I think I think we'll see we'll see that going forward. All right, we're going to be back with Senator Garrett Mason, of course, uh, brought up here in the Lisbon Falls area. And uh, you, you, uh, I'm going to step step aside from the politics again. You got a chance to uh, work for uh, the Portland Sea Dogs, and uh, you said it was uh, kind of a dream job of yours. You get to go to a stadium every day. Oh yeah. I mean, who wouldn't love going to a baseball park every day? Um, I'm a huge baseball fan. Um, I always have been since a kid. And uh, worked actually in vending uh, food service at Hadlock Field for uh, a year. And then I was able to get an internship uh, with the organization to work in group sales. And we did, uh, we, we did all the on-field operations. So if anybody's ever participated in lobster toss or... Um, anything like that. We did all that crazy stuff on the field. And honestly, it was a dream come true. Um, always thought that I wanted to work in sports. And it was an incredible opportunity. and led me to um, work, actually, at Lewis Maniac, right, in Lewiston. And uh, that was, honestly, uh, working for the Maniacs was just a blast. Got to meet awesome people. Uh, got to travel all over, um, all over Canada and uh, we, we, we really had a great time, both at the P-Dogs and at the Maniac. All right. We're going to be back with Senator Garrett Mason just a bit. It's a Breakfast Club with Maddie B. Z1055. Good morning to you, Jeremy Rush here on the Breakfast Club with Maddie B. Of course, uh, Maddie B on vacation. Joined by Senator Garrett Mason. He's on the phone. Of course, he's busy up in Augusta. And, and Senator, we do thank you for that. Uh, 
Um, we know you're working hard, and uh, I got to say, you having to call in is is huge proof of that. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's the people's work. It's what the, the job that we apply for. I like to call it the longest job interview ever. Um, <laughs> is campaigning for five or six months, uh, trying to get a job like this, and uh, it's truly the honor of my life. Uh, I love every second of it, even when the going gets rough. And uh, we're um, we're we're getting the job done up here. It's, it's uh, not always pretty, but we get the job done. Now, we were speaking of a welfare system before we took a break. There's other reform proposals on the uh, on the table, like uh, general assistance and EBT card use rule changes. What's uh, what's what are some of them? Sure, uh, we're we're on really high hopes that some of this stuff is going to pass. Um, once again, I, I feel like I'm promoting uh, Senator Brady this morning, but Senator Brady put in another bill uh, that would put on a nine month cap on general benefits. Uh, we think that is perfectly reasonable. Um, you know, nine months is quite a long time, and we feel that um, if you're on that program for that long, then you probably either one or are not trying to get a job, not trying to find work, or you are trying, or or you need to be on a different program. You need to be on, uh, you know, temporary for needy families or PANF or supplemental nutritional benefits, which is the SNAP program. Uh, there's other programs that you should be on, and um, not not general assistance, which is uh, by definition general assistance. And so um, we think we're we're hopeful that that bill will go through, uh, as well as uh, many of the other welfare reform bills. This is this is something that made people want, and uh, we're we're prepared to deliver on it. All right. And, um, of course, we're going to go right from reform to the budget, which uh, I, I learned yesterday. Actually, I knew this. I relearned it. Um, the budget has to be balanced by the end of the legislative uh, session. And uh, so where is the legislature in that process right now? Yeah, um, we have until June 30th to adopt a two-year budget for the state. And we are entering the final phases. Uh, if we don't pass budget by June 30th, we'll going to a government shutdown which nobody wants and uh, we're trying to get to the end of that right now um, there's always always ends up being a few lines here and there that um, that the parties can't agree on uh, we're hoping to get through that today maybe tomorrow um, and wrap up a budget it then takes seven days uh, seven to ten days for um, the budget writing office to actually write the the bill, which is hundreds and hundreds of pages long, and uh, for them to crunch the numbers as well, make sure we balance. If we do have a constitutional amendment on the main constitution that requires us to balance our budget, meaning that we don't uh, spend any more money than we take in. So, um, wouldn't that be nice if Washington did the same? <laughs> but uh, but uh, we're, we're on our way. Uh, hopefully we can get it wrapped up by the end of June. All right, Senator Garrett Mason of Androscoggin County. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. It's the Breakfast Club here on Z1055. Z1055, good morning to you, Jeremy Rush, uh, in on the Breakfast Club. Of course, uh, joined by Senator Garrett Mason on the phone. And uh, we were talking about the budget, and you guys should have that balanced out. You Actually, you have to by law at the end of June. But uh, getting away from the budget, there's uh, you know a lot of stuff that comes up, bills that you know, are surprising. They get so much attention. Uh, what are some of those this year? 
Yeah, there's always one that sneaks up on us and uh, starts to starts to get a little bit more attention than we ever thought it could. Um, one of which is a bill sponsored by Tim Rosen in Bucksport, a uh, fellow senator, uh, that is called Taylor's Law. And it's um, the result of a really horrific uh, car accident in the Bucksport area. Uh, what the bill would do is it would um, give a voluntary sticker to anybody who's just gotten their license because for, uh, I believe it's 180 days um, after a new driver gets their license, they can't drive with anybody that's under the age of 18 in the car with them. Um, you know, kids are kids, and we, um, you know, when you're learning to drive, it's a huge responsibility. You're not only taking the, your life into your hands, but you're taking your passenger's life and other people on the road's life in your hand as well. And we, uh, it's a very common practice, not only in other states, but around the world that new drivers have a little sticker on their windshields on the, on the rear of their car that lets people know the new driver and you might just want to be careful. Um, uh, Senator Rosen put this bill in. It was uh, unanimous, I believe, unanimously supported by the legislature. And uh, we're, uh, we're, we're glad that that's going to be law in a few months. Um, this, is, this is a common sense measure. It's not mandatory. It's, it's voluntary. Um, parents and kids can participate if they wish. But um, it's a bill that definitely got a lot more attention than we ever thought that it could. So... All right, and I, and I hate to say this, but we we are running out of time, so we gotta we gotta wrap it up. But uh, before I let you go, I gotta ask you, of course, with the season, the legislation season coming uh, to an end, what do you do on the off season? Uh, what, you know, uh, what's uh, what's uh, Garrett do when he's not uh, serving the people? Not being Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, it looks very much looking forward to session being done. It'll be a nice break, uh, but. Um, you know, we still got public events that we do. For example, we got the Moxie Parade in uh, Lisbon the second weekend in July. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and I'll go back to work. I'm looking forward to going back and selling real estate, making some money, and, um, you know, just spending time with my family and friends at home uh, back in Lisbon. All right. So very, very much looking forward to going back home. <laughs> Isn't it always nice? You, you, you work, you work uh, months and months to get there and finally realize, well, I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess such as the ebb and flow of life, right? Yes. Well, Senator Garrett Mason, I want to thank you for uh, taking time to, with us today here on The Breakfast Club. Uh, good luck um, with all your bills. And, of course, uh, uh, you know, let's balance that budget so you guys can leave on time and we can keep the government ro- uh, working. Please? Sounds good. <laughs> I, think, I think that's something we can finish. All right. Thank you, Senator. And uh, we'll let you go. But uh, thank you very much for joining us here on The Breakfast Club. All right. Bye. And that was Senator Garrett Mason here on The Breakfast Club with Maddie B. Of course, Jeremy Rush in till tomorrow. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.